Jill Hopkins, Gabe Mendoza here, hosting Matt Fagerholm, Reggie Ponder across the the table, criticizing. Uh, we had the Oscars just this past Sunday, and uh, it was an you know what? I thought it was a really entertaining broadcast. First of all, the 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 fact that there was no host uh, seemed to be a good thing. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I, I think I think a couple of things worked for in in that regard. Yeah. One of the reasons people are are a little hesitant about being that Oscar host is number one, you know, it doesn't pay that much. It Jimmy, Kim, Jimmy Kimmel said he got paid fifteen thousand dollars to do it. What? Right. That's like uh, scale. Right. Right. Like, like really. That. But then the other thing is, is that the the scrutiny that you have, if you bomb, you bombed. So what they did is they really spread spread out the little bombs. So if only with the people who gave the awards, if you bombed in your little thing, so it wasn't who like. Cares? And you move right, on, you right. go to the and next you just, thing. You yeah. just move on. So it worked really well in, in, in that regard because they still did the little skits and the mm-hmm, little funny, mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. stuff, but they did it with individuals as opposed to just one person trying to you know weave it all together and hold it all together. So I, I do think that it, it worked. It's interesting because, Matt, you got a total different view yeah, than, than us peons here. Yeah. So, so yeah. talk to us, man. This is the second year in a row I covered the Oscars in the press room. So you're with hundreds of other journalists. It's like an auction. You each have a number. You raise it. The moderator calls on you. This is where the winners, every winner of the Oscars, ushered backstage. You can find this online on YouTube, like press room for you know Olivia Coleman or Rami Malek. You can go back there. And uh, this was a more emotional uh, I wouldn't say volatile so much, but I mean, people were very vocal about how they felt about the wins this year. And when Spike Lee won, the whole press room broke into applause, wow. which was huge. Ah. It was like the biggest ovation of the night. When he came backstage, it was like you just forgot you were with press. It was like an audience. Everyone's like, yeah, it was like, like, like a giant <laughs> ovation awesome. for Lee. When the Green Book filmmakers went back, it was like uh, you could hear a pin drop. You talk really? about it. In the press it, was, room. it was, yes. In it the was, press I room. mean, there was, you know, the polite applause. I, I applaud for everyone who walks in because that's the polite thing to do. But no, it was very chilly. You could tell people were not happy with that win. And it was almost like a collective groan when they announced Green Book. And I was one of the people groaning because I was like, <laughs> as much <laughs> as I liked the movie when I saw it, and b- both of us liked it. When, when we when we initially saw it, everything that came out about it, about the factual inaccuracies. I mean, there's many many things working against film, and also it's just not a best picture quality film no. to me. It, it's it's, a, it's a feel good, nice. I mean, Mahershal is the only thing in that film to me that exactly. is Oscar worthy. That is great. If it was more about him, then maybe it would have been a great yeah. film. But it, as it is, it was just good, serviceable, and deeply flawed. And so when that won, everyone was just like, "This this doesn't feel right." It, 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 it doesn't feel right. It it it. it uh, uh, it hurts, Jill. It it really did. I I think that um uh I I think I cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, it's, it, I could not. Be- I, I I think I I think if we roll back the videotape, I think I told you I thought it might win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot but, of yeah, a number but of I did not vote for it because yeah. I didn't want it to win. Yeah. And <sighs> it actually did. But but the writing on the wall was when it won for a screenplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, we should have known. Same awards that like Twelve Years a Slave won and Moonlight. It's like if it was screenplay, supporting actor, and then picture. That <laughs> seems yeah. to be the, oh, the weird big, algorithm. The triple seven. That. And yeah. that was at the end of the broadcast. So we had all been kind of locked in for three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you with know, a lot of expected with wins. With a lot of expected wins. But yeah. the broadcast started the first 
few awards out of the gate were given to a gay man, a bunch of women, and mm-hmm. a bunch of people of color. Mm-hmm. And I think we all got lulled into this false sense. Well, all throughout. Security. First black costume designer, Ruth Carter, mm-hmm. Black Panther, yes. wonderful. First black production designer for Black I mean, there, there were a lot of historic wins throughout the night. So really, all throughout, it was just that last <laughs> punctuation of yeah. the top prize that just, you know, went off the rails. And, it was. Yeah. And was, Spike gay. Lee was incredible. I'll tell you in a minute. Well, I, <laughs> the press room. Well, I, I think it was just like uh, Mahershala Ali's uh, like response to winning was almost kind of conflicted. If you if you watch that video, it's like he's like I did the best. Pretty much, he's saying I did the best what was given to me. Yeah, and but he did. He, but and he's he did. even out, uh, spoken about like I wish we would have talked to the family or had those conversations. But I'm pretty sure he's like I'm giving this award for this achievement that has some real flaws major to flaw. it. Yeah, Ma- major flaws. I, I had. To I feel bad some, for him. I I did too. I had to do some. Uh, just some reading to see, you know, some of the stuff that the family was saying. And uh, apparently, uh, Mahershala called them. Mm. And oh, said, he did. No, that, that man not, is all class. Not, that not man be- is all class. Before the Oscars, though. He called them before the Oscars and said, look, I, I worked, basically what you just said, I worked with the, the material that I had. I really want to do uh, Don Shirley uh, justice. I'm sorry if I didn't. I didn't know that there was family that I could uh, touch base with to be, a, uh, to, to make sure that it was more nuanced and and so on and so forth, but he actually spoke to I think mm-hmm. the brother and the cousin. I think yeah. it, I think it Which was. Which is wild because the director and of and the writer of the film swears that he had no idea that they even existed until well, and, after the but, film but, was but, made. But, but then he says many things. I mean, that, that was yeah. the main. Everyone was was questioning the the son of you know you know the real life Vigo in the movie who co-wrote the film, uh, Nick Villalongo, I think. Um, and then uh, he was saying that you know. Don Shirley told me to not talk to anyone. I don't want my family involved. You know, this is exactly how I want my story presented. And so, I mean, and he, of course, the man can't speak for himself because he passed away. So it's like right. now we have to just take his word for it. That this is exactly how Don Shirley wanted his story presented, well, which well, is his, uh, hard to swallow. His his family said that that Don Shirley actually did say uh, he didn't want a movie made about him. Yeah, so, so we're hearing two so, different things. So th- that he didn't want to make a ma- movie made about him. So, but that didn't mean that. So he told him he told uh, them no early, early before he passed away that he didn't want them to to to, to do that. But it's really interesting. Obviously, that is so lopsided in that regard. But I know, yeah. you, I know, I, I, you want to talk about well, uh, and also the fact that this is you know coming about thirty years after "Do the Right Thing" was up for screenplay only, not picture. The picture that won that year was "Driving Miss Daisy," which has which is many similarities between that. Spike, you know, Spike the black chauffeur that. driving he, around the racist white woman, and now it's uh, this this guy who has racist tendencies driving around the black. And, you know, and so Spike Lee, the the line of the night was when he went up, and he went up with 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 a drink in his hand. He's like, "I'm on." my sixth glass and you know why you know and, 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 and some of his answers were literally just the amount of time it took him to sip the drink like it was just it was so beautiful how he did it and he was reining himself in like he could have said a whole lot more but he just said like you know he said you know anytime someone's driving somebody i lose you know he's all they did was change the seating arrangements that's it i uh, so i thought that was hilarious. that was the line of the night everybody get you a friend like Samuel L. Jackson, somebody <laughs> who, when they get to celebrate with you, when you do well, they scoop you up into their arms <laughs> and probably swear a blue streak into your ear. Yes, and congratulate you because you've been friends for so long. For That's so long. the look on his face when he opened that envelope <laughs> was a highlight of the evening Absolutely. for me. His whole and that it, volcanic sound came out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You don't get to see Samuel Jackson giddy like that very no, often. No, so no. that was really, really nice. And to see Spike 
tiny spike just run and jump, up and yeah. just cry, it, jump it, up it, into his arms. I mean that 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 almost forgives the world for not getting us forty acres and a mule. So <laughs> that was fantastic. That is uh, the sound of horror people talking about the Oscars. Uh, lots of lots of glamour uh, when the night starts with Billy Porter. Showing up in a tuxedo gown, you know, it's going to be an <laughs> oh, interesting. I wish he hosted. Evening. He he was oh so gosh. entertaining. He was <laughs> on the His, red carpet. The at least I've seen a bit of the red carpet stuff, and yeah. I was like, hey, at least he's really enthusiastic. He's not breaking people down like yeah. John and Rivers. he didn't he didn't ask you know uh, Jason Momoa to do the haka on the red carpet just oh, all inappropriately. Oh, Ashley Graham, very inappropriate. <laughs> I know he's fine, but you can't just be asking people stuff like that. <laughs> now let's get into the. Uh, the winners for <laughs> the acting awards. Well, uh, we had, uh, if you're looking at a picture of the four people who won the, the major acting awards, yeah. you are, there's nary a white dude in the bunch. <laughs> and that's kind of exciting and very un Oscars like. Uh, Rami Malik, best actor in a leading role for his oh. portrayal of Freddie, uh, Mercury. Freddie Mercury. I got something to say about him because he th- people he's one of the most well-liked nominees this year. People love him. And he, there's a lot of people saying, well, he just knows how to talk to people. He knows how to endear yourselves. Up. When he walked in that press room, he went up to the mic and he says, now I know this film is not universally liked you know, by critics, but I just have to say I grew up reading reviews. You know, They meant a lot to me. It made me love movies. And so I just want to let you all know that I appreciate all of you. Okay, first question. And I was like, okay, this guy knows exactly what How he's doing. How are you going to be mean? Oh, I know. I was, uh, oh, no, was, oh, was, everyone like, was in love with him by the time he walked out. Sounded like a right. congressman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Got that PR training. Yeah, I like he it. Did. Like, Because then if you come out of the gate all solid, you look like the jerk. Yeah, and now yeah. you're part of the story. Oh, smart Remy Malik. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he did a. I gotta say, it was not my favorite film, but he put oh, his he was foot the in movie. That he role. was the movie. Yeah. Just like how Mahershala was Green Book, he was Bohemian Rhapsody. He, he was yeah. he was fantastic, and I and I I really thought that he would win that. And if he did not, mm. that would have been a shocker to me because he was he. He was Freddie Mercury. He, mm. he, he was fantastic. Even movie. when the makeup was working against him, I still don't like the teeth they put in him. I still think the makeup was so much better on Christian Bale. That's why the makeup won for Vice. Thank you. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, for sure. but yeah, but no, I know I'm, I'm happy for him for sure. I uh, we we mentioned Mahershala Ali uh, doing the best with the material that he's given, and the Academy decided that he was doing the best. Period. He won the. He worked with uh, the Nick Vallelonga script. That's a correct he, name. He I is the second. <laughs> he's the second African American actor to have two Oscars. I know. Wow. That's, amazing. Right. That's Be- insane. Behind, behind Denzel. 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 Yeah. Right. So. Um, oh my gosh! Is Mahershala just oh to have the Denzel career with the range and the longevity? Are and we in looking, three years two Oscars? In three, three years two Oscars. Three years two Oscars. This, Oscars. I mean, I, you might as well Marshall? call him Octavia Spencer. You I'm know? saying. <laughs> I I think that he does have just such a beautiful career yeah. ahead of him. This is so. Oh, pleasurable to be able to Absolutely. to witness. Uh, best actress in a supporting role. I tweeted, "Oh my God, Brenda Dunn won the Oscar." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that one that I, you know I I was really happy for Spike. 
but because my movie, my favorite movie yeah. of the year is If Bill Street, this was probably the one that I, I yeah. was the happiest about. I had to text. I think I I text you or something <laughs> and said, "Hey, I, I, about uh, something something didn't, he didn't win for something." And I was like, "Man, I know. Eight, oh, was it a Spirit Award? Or eighth grade was supposed to win. Oh for no, eight, no, eighth grade won 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 a best first screenplay at the Spirit Awards, which I was very happy. I was just glad it won something. Yeah, but yeah, I knew yeah. that Barry Jenkins having won already for Moonlight, he was going to be the favorite at the Spirit Awards, and I was just so happy that Beale Street won a top prize like Best Picture because it should have been up for an Oscar. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I was really happy for... for, 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 And Regina King was one of the best speeches of the uh, night and one of the best press room. If you watch her whole press room thing, it's wonderful. Her speech was phenomenal. And it was a great way to kick off the show. Absolutely. She's... That was smart for the Oscars to do that, by the way. And and just like somebody who's been uh, in Hollywood and been famous since she was a child, Mm. the tributes that started to roll in on social media from like former co-stars like... You know, Marla Gibbs is That's out here right. tweeting. <laughs> yeah. She's super proud of her. Jack A. Harry, uh, yeah. folks that worked with her on like Southland. Another uh, one, her and know. Chris Evans to team up on something. I, I, I never yeah. know what, what the memes are for the Oscars until afterwards. So him helping her up to the stage because oh, of her dress. Yeah. <laughs> like that became a huge deal. A huge like thing. they want them to be in and the movie. I'm just together. like, don't hate on Chris Evans. For one thing, he's the no, number two no, best. Not you. I'm they love him. No, 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 no. They love that he helped her up. He's the number two best Chris for a reason. And, uh, He's the number two. Uh, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Oh, I forget about that. Yeah. I, I can see how that, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And uh, the best actress in a leading role. Let's talk about Olivia Colman. Oh, man. Was I shocked? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everyone we, was, she shocked. was shocked. This was going to be Glenn Close's year. Seven nominations it now. It wasn't no even wins. close. It was. <laughs> she, she well, her did. name is Glenn Close for a reason. Right. She gets very close. Right. She gets close seven times. Come on, Matt. Man. Seven she's, times nominated. She's, she's luching right now. But you know, it's hard to be well to say it's an injustice when Olivia Coleman was so great in the favorite, and she was that was the most endearing speech of the night. Was just her going up there, uh, and like she couldn't even believe what couldn't. was happening. And that was actually the biggest laugh in the press room was the way that Olivia Coleman ended the speech, just going, "Oh, Lady Gaga!" And like her <laughs> right, right, all right. place, just she like was fangirly, just so, she was fangirly in a major way. I would have ended my speech she, like that like, in front uh, of Lady Gaga. Uh, oh, oh, oh! And she Gaga. says to Glenn Close, yeah. who's sitting in the front row, staring her in the face, she's like, "I didn't want it to be like this." Right. Yeah. This is not how I thought we would get to hang out. I asked her a question in the press room, and she just couldn't answer because she's like, "My my head's somewhere else." And but thank you so much, dear. So, and she was just so so sweet to everyone. You say know. that accent again, Matt. No, I, no, I'm not doing it. No, no, no. No, thank you so much, no, dear. I, I I want to point out that Olivia Coleman has the range. Uh, she has been uh, just. A delight to watch and all mm-hmm. sorts of different things. There's a show called uh, Peep Show. She's so funny on that. That is so One amazing. One of the funniest shows ever. If you're a fan of British uh, British sitcoms, yeah. her role in the, she's just everything. And, she's great in everything. And I, love and, her. and I told her, I said, I knew you were a great actor from the moment I saw you in this movie called Tyrannosaur. It's a movie that this guy Patty Considine directed back in 2011. I saw her in that movie. I was like, she's one of our great actors. There you go. So I'm glad more people now. This, you this told Oscar will now. I told her that in the press room. And, and she was really touched by it. And I just, you know, I was just, because it's, if you're in the press room, you want to use it also as a platform to like, okay, I want to say this. I want to say this movie to get that out there. Maybe more people will check it out. And that's the best thing this Oscar will do is like more people will see more of her brilliant work. Yeah, so, no, so, yeah. so, you know, I can't really be sad about it. I'm I, just sad for Glenn. I, I, I was because it, it was a shocker for me, but, yeah. uh, but. I think that uh, she, uh, Olivia, 
um, endeared herself to the crowd in yeah. such a way. Her speech, her shock, her—I mean, it was just—it was like totally genuine random too. consciousness that yeah. was coming out. She's like, stream ah! of consciousness. Yeah, yeah, totally. you know, like, yeah. Well, that's, we, yeah, it's very relatable. Well, we thought Saturday when we were discussing this, we said Glenn Close because it would have been like the uh, Denzel Washington for Training Day. Like it wasn't his best performance, but we're like it's a makeup for her not acknowledging Malcolm X and all these other great roles, and that the the Oscars. This was the opportunity for the Oscars to make up for some of those. I thought past she was losses. legitimately great in the wife. Personally. No, we did. I thought she was we but, but we thought that we it was just not like her iconic role. Or like it wasn't a give me, but it would have been like sure. we've missed some moments. Sure, in oh yeah, some past performances. That you did so well sure. in this, yeah. That and we know you've done so well in those. I know. We, we, I mean, what I would have asked Glenn if, if she did win because I was all ready for this. I was like, you really love disappearing into the background like your character in The Wife, like when you were in Hook. I was going to somehow work in Hook <laughs> we're gonna when she plays there. the pirate. Do you remember her in Hook? Do you remember yes, her? Yeah. She's the pirate who gets put in the boo box. And she's right, like, no, that's no, right, that's right. no. And like, I had no idea it was her <laughs> for like 20 years. And it blew my mind when I found it was her. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, she still has an Oscar in her future. That's all I'm saying. Here's something we should know is happening and this might get Glenn some some attention. She will be starring as Norma Desmond in uh, in a production of Sunset Boulevard coming to the big screen. Yes, and my sister saw her in that role on Broadway. She said it was the greatest performance she's ever seen in her life. There you go. There I think go. that'll be her yeah. Oscar yeah. right there. there, there 2020, Glenn Close. <laughs> Olivia Coleman is taking over as Queen Elizabeth That's II right. in That's season three of The Crown. I'm obsessed with that show. She is. She has taken over. Um, uh, before we get out, one one last uh, uh, <laughs> thought about being there, doing, do, being, I mean, being there. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, Share yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Well, the best thing was I was wearing a shirt uh, of the Minding the Gap movie, the Cartemquin film that I was really rooting for for best documentary, under my tux the whole night. And when I walked out, you're supposed to go this particular passageway out of the theater you get back to your hotel. I ran into not only Spike Lee, but Bing Liu, the director of Mining the Gap. Oh. And I ripped up my tux and I'm wearing your shirt under my tux. Wow. And we got and we got a picture. It was so great. It was just like Matt's because... not getting that deposit pack on that suit. No, no, no. <laughs> I unbuttoned it uh, very fast. Very, very fast. Very, very fast. Oh, wow. I returned it all in one piece. And my last yes. comment, Jill, will be that I was really happy for uh, uh, the people who did period in the sentence. Yes. Um, when when mm. that lady got up, she says, I, I'm, I'm not crying because I'm on my, my, my menstrual cycle. I just, <laughs> yeah. just absolutely And died. that's why you don't cut the short film makers because they are the most excited of the night. They it's are so the fun most and excited. they deserve it. They deserve their time. They and also, there were some good period puns in that speech. I'm <laughs> what, they really were. <laughs> I mean, the, the fact that she thought of, because she wasn't reading that stuff. No. So, so very, very uh, smart. I, 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 I think the show was was well done, yeah. like you said. Three hours and some change. And it moved fast. Nothing it was, uh, yeah, yeah. was well-paced right. without cutting any of the speeches. That's yeah, the I just, I, now I can't wait for, uh, for next year because I want to erase the taste in my mouth of Green Book. So that's mm -hmm. it. All right, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's all cleanse ourselves in the healing waters of Lank Minnetonka and mm -hmm. get ready for the next year in film with uh, the both of you. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me. 